0: They're selling you all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. They're selling you all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up.
1: Welcome. We're in Los Angeles, California, the Silver Lake neighborhood. My name is Ron Erickson, the second. I am Patrick Pope, the only. And you're listening to one of the most gregorious and uh, politically correct Uh, MMA podcasts in the world. It's true. Um, Is it in the world?
0: We are Gregorious. We do like to chant. Do um, <laughs> <laughs> you mean gregarious? Gregarious, <laughs> yes. Remember Gregorian chants. Listen,
1: don't don't start don't with the st- college education. I've got a college education. I used to teach English to people who didn't know how to speak it, yeah.
0: which is a mistake because I'm I'm really not qualified whatsoever to do that. <laughs> Uh, but dude, do you remember the Gregorian chant CD CD, like, um, call now or dial 1 eight hundred four four five 445 and get the complete box set. And Oh click. yeah. Remember it was like an infomercial.
1: Gosh, that one, that must've been when it was so easy to make money. Right. It's like, dude, we're going to
0: put Gregorian chance on a disc and we're going to sell it on TV.
1: <laughs> Look out. Because, you know, those monks don't make any money. No. They're like, no, they've, they've sworn vows to poverty in there. Of course, someone's like, how can we exploit those fools? Dude, they, it was pro- the whole operation was probably done in someone's garage. Absolutely. <laughs> you think they got the Gregorians there? The monks there? No,
0: no, no they no. probably went to Gregoria.
1: <laughs> Where is Gregoria? It's is a great it, question. Is it next to Georgetown? Dude,
0: um, before the podcast started, we were talking a little bit about um, how like, I, I was on set today and then we rapped and I was going to go get an In-N-Out burger and I said, no way. I'm not going to get an In-N-Out burger. And that's partially because I go down a very bad rabbit hole once I eat bad
1: food. What's it look like? What does that rabbit hole look it, like? Me
0: sitting alone in my apartment, like destroying. Just covered in food.
1: <laughs> just, just destroying food. Man. Isn't that crazy? Is there just a fat person that lives in all of us? Uh, this is me saying that as someone who is currently overweight. But I've been on both sides. I've been skinny and I've been fat. But even when I was Dude, skinny, you, look, you were
0: looking good. I saw you on the boat this weekend. I was like, damn, Ronnie's looking good.
1: You know what's funny, Patrick? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's weird to say this, but you made me blush. <laughs> you made me blush that day Patrick and I went on a lobster hunt On my boat We took the fishing boat out We took the boat out Yeah, Patrick dropped some lines And uh, we scuba down to the bottom And grabbed some lobsters But I put on the old uh, scuba suit <laughs> It's very snug fitting And Patrick's, Patrick looked at me And he's like, you know what? Dog, you're looking good Bro, you look good in that suit. Are you a superhero? And it it did make me blush. And it made me just want to do Muay Thai every single second. Yeah. So that I could just have zero fat. It's crazy because your body had a major transformation. Not that you were an overweight person by any means. Oh, but I was
0: fat. I mean, I really, I was 245. I'm I'm walking around at 195 now.
1: Whoa. Is that so? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. Well, it didn't. It didn't yeah. look like it. I, but I mean,
0: I, we're big guys, you know. Yeah. We have, we're, we're, and so we carry weight really well, and we it doesn't look bad on us, you right. know. Like, and we're still agile, and like, you know, we're still, you know,
1: we're we're athletic. Yeah, we're just hot no matter what. We're just good-looking big <laughs> guys. It you know? <laughs> It doesn't matter how husky uh, we get. We're the, yeah exactly. We're the type of guys like. We just get husky. We don't get, we don't get fat. We just get husky. doesn't matter how much weight it is.
0: It's true. No, that's it's true. And the kind of women that like us are really hot, and they love it when we get fat.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they love their big boy. Um, yeah, but Patrick, uh, yeah, he was 245. But after doing uh-huh. Muay Thai, mm-hmm. he just dropped. He turned into a, a beast. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then and then eventually around when I got down to about two ten, all of a sudden I fell in love with running as well. So, Mm. and that just happened.
1: That pushed you over the Mm -hmm. edge. (laughs) Running, but but
0: but my coach would always be like, "You want to build cardio, you got to run all the time. Yeah, that's the only way to do it." And eventually, there's there is a runner's
1: high. Yeah, I mean, I I do enjoy running. Yeah, yeah,
0: Um, that's so cool. It is hard to get motivated for once you're out of it though. Like once you're out of practice on running.
1: Oh, absolutely. Any kind any kind of cardio, just getting just getting yourself into that. But you know, the first five minutes sucks. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, this is okay. And then usually you're in the zone. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, yeah. I'm sweating and Oof. breathing, my heart's beating.
0: Yeah. I love when you get to like if you're gonna do like five miles and you get to like mile two and you're like, fuck this and you hit mile three and you're like, Come on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh man, the process of uh, tra- training for distance running is so interesting in that way where it's like you reach a point where you're like, I can't run anymore, but then you go past it mm-hmm. and all of a sudden your body just like drops into this thing. Yeah. It's just, it is it's a just a drop weird feeling. feeling. You just, yeah. Your body just drops in and then all of a sudden you feel almost invincible. Mm-hmm. You're like, I could, whoa, I could just run. And never stop. That's what it feels like. Yes, absolutely. Flash forward like one hour and (laughs) you're going to kill yourself. Yeah, Yeah, you're like that. (laughs) You do get that moment where you're just like, wow, I could just never stop. And I feel completely perfect and at peace. Yes. It's so crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, I equate it a lot. There's an elation that comes with it too. And then there's also just like a um, a just wonderful fascination that our human body can do so much.
1: It is capable of so much it really is it's crazy yeah what uh, what kind of stuff do you think about do you listen to music when you run I'm mostly a music guy and
0: then um I try to if I have like a problem that I'm working on or if there's something like like something that I need to like work through or process I try to like focus on I always bring my thoughts back to that one thing so if it's something at work it's like oh god how do I script this I can't figure out how to like I have this footage and now I need to build a plot out of this footage that's, uh, you know, a day late. You know, like huh. I, 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 like, I think of like work problems while oh, I'm interesting. running. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Or like relationship problems. If there's like things we're working through.
1: Huh. Yeah. I can't do music. You can't? That's weird. Uh, I can for, uh, for a short run, I can do music. But after, after probably like two miles it starts to really annoy me. No shit. Even if it's awesome music, it just it starts to get on my nerves. So I can I you listen to like books on tape Oh shit. So you do li- you do listen stuff.
0: to things but it's like Yeah. I've never tried that.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's uh especially if it's like a book on tape, you really get into that imaginary zone, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, just as if you were reading. So it's almost sometimes you kind of forget the whole running thing, which is yeah. cool. But for some reason like the music especially like uh, you know it motivates me at first but then as I keep going it's just like the sound for some reason huh. like, oh. uh. Uh. you know what that's funny I th- and I think that that's probably a
0: product of being in your 30s because there's certain things in your 30s that you just like oh that shit annoys me or like you, you know what I mean like when you're that, you're, loud rap, that rap, rap, music that's rackety that music is rackety and it's just in my ears all the time why do you guys listen to all this noise? Listen, I don't want to be that guy, but you've got to turn your music down. Why? Like, I'm becoming that guy, for sure.
1: Why? Why does it happen? I I have a fear of becoming that person, like, so, like right. a crotchety well, old well, man or somebody that's just like way out of touch. But that's good like, to have that fear. At least you're cognizant of it, you know? That's a good thing. But how do you avoid it? Why do those things happen? Because... A lot of the times, it's true. I mean, well, I mean, we, now I'm like, I don't, want, I don't want to go to a crowded bar. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or, or like, or like a concert sometimes. So it's like, dude, let's,
1: dude, fucking,
0: this band's in town. Let's go see them. It's like, all right. Or yeah. I can just listen to them
1: <laughs> in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Portlandia had a great sketch about that. Actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, they were. There was a music festival coming to town, and they were like in their 40s and they're like ah, I don't know. I don't really want it. it's so <laughs> muddy. It's it's so and so they call up this service which is like go to a, are you in your 40s and you want to go to a music festival. This is the way to do it and it and it was just like you get into these virtual reality drones and uh-huh. the drones go to the concert for you. I was like that's actually a really great idea. <laughs> that it's that, like, I can It's not bad. so bad. I, I like going to festivals when I'm lucky enough to get like the VIP treatment. Mm-hmm. Like I oh, went, I, went I don't, to
0: to, I don't, I don't go to shows unless I'm backstage. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds like I mean it, I've been lucky enough to know people in bands and you know we you, we have mutual friends yeah, that yeah. are in the business that get us places. Like, yeah, it is. Once you go there,
1: you never go back. You never want to go. It's back. crazy unless you go into something like a huge pop concert, like Kanye West or something like that. It's a different. I know you're not into that whole scene, but like I'm not going to be backstage with Kanye West. But uh, it's a different experience, um, but like going to some, like to a venue or something or to a festival where uh, you're just in the mix with all the peons, <laughs> the so Thank you. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can never go back. You can yeah. never go back. <laughs> when you're just back there, you're hanging with all the bands. There's just like unlimited food and alcohol and drugs. Oh, yeah. It's you insane. Whoa. You could just go anywhere. Right. You're like behind your... Behind the stage, The, bound, the like the, the
0: door guy gets to know you, so you just freely come in and out. Like, oh well, let's go out with the commoners for a little bit. And you go out there and you're like, this is uh, hey, this is too much. Yeah. I'm going backstage. No, thank you.
1: It smells <laughs> like poop out here. And you're like, oh hey, what's going on, Beck? I really enjoyed your music, Beck. It was a very excellent show. Like, I've been oh, a big yeah, fan can... of
0: you since your loser uh single came out.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks, man. What band are you in? Uh,
0: I'm, I'm, a just, da- I'm a dancer for I'm just, Starfucker. I'm just rich.
1: <laughs> I'm just back here being rich. <laughs> right back. <laughs> at Coachella, man, um, you know Andre 3000? You remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He was like the celebrity for celebrities. He was at uh, Coachella when I went like three years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, Andre 3000, uh, it was like the big thing, like Outkast is finally together again for the first time because they like hated hate each other or hated each other. I don't know other. if it was
0: a hate. They just creatively couldn't yeah. get along. But they, they've always said, we're family. Yeah, yeah We yeah. are the Dungeon. They've always said we're the Dungeon family. I don't mean to be so corrective about that, no, no, but no. they're actually one of my favorite bands. And when people are like, well, they hate each other. like <laughs> They don't hate each other. It's, yeah. it's two people that
1: outgrew each other. Yeah, they definitely... Uh, creatively. Creatively, yeah. They... Definitely became uh, super polarized. Like yeah, the, yeah. the last album they made was amazing, but it was like and two different worlds. It's t- exactly. It is exactly two different worlds. <laughs> Anyhow, Andre Three Thousand was there, and it was like he was uh, on TMZ or something like that. Like everyone was going up to talk to him. Like all the big bands and stuff that were there. Like they were all like, "Oh yeah, let me get a picture with you, Andre." You know, like yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. To be a celebrities celebrity. I know, right? Hey, speaking of Coachella and all that, did, the old cella just happened. Is that what it's actually called? Yeah.
0: Old or I no, 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 it's, it's called not called it, It's get, called like Desert Days or something. Yeah,
1: Desert Days. My yeah. girlfriend mentioned that. She's and she called it old cella too. And yeah. in, so in my mind I also was reading about it and I was like, "Is it really called Old Cella? That's so offensive. <laughs> Hillary Clinton would put you in jail for that, right?" Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I heard about Old Cella and Bob, like Bob Dylan was there, right? Uh
0: huh. Mm, Bob Dylan, Petty, um, fucking um, Jeff Lynne played a set. Uh, ELO guy, Electrolyte. Oh yeah. Okay. oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was supposed. It went off supposedly. Goodness, yeah.
1: Do you think there was any young people at Old Cello?
0: Oh, yeah. Supposedly, it was mostly young people. Yeah. yeah. I, that, could,
1: I could see that. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if uh, a lot of people from Bob Dylan's er, actual era. The Stones played, too, right? The Rolling Stones? Didn't they? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I, either. I, uh, I forget <laughs> the lineup. <Yeah>. I'm, I'm <laughs> so old, I'm forget, forgetful. <laughs> Nobel Prize winning artist. Bob Dylan, isn't that insane? God, I love. And Bob he won't Dylan. even. Uh, he didn't even come to the ceremony. Yeah, why would he? That's a boss right there. Yeah, that's a boss. I've just
0: been doing my thing.
1: He's like, I don't need your prizes. <laughs> I don't need your little prize.
0: <laughs> I went through a two-year period where I only listened to Bob Dylan. There was nothing. I don't. I didn't
1: listen he, to anything. He has that effect on some people. It's yeah. interesting. I. uh You're not the only person that I've met that just uh, had a period of obsession where Mm -hmm. you just
0: you read all the books, you read you see all the documentaries, you listen to every album, even the fucking like late '80s stuff, which is just god awfully bad. You're (laughs) like, I I dig it, I fucking dig it. I love uh, Bob Dylan, even in
1: the '80s. That's when. Bob Dylan went electric. That's uh-huh. a, like, that's what I, they all say. Oh yeah, Bob. When Bob Dylan went electric, like <laughs> yeah. that, that's like, that's when it
0: all went downhill, dude. And then he went religious for a little bit. Planet Waves in the eight, it was an eighties album,
1: and he's like religious in it all of a sudden. Uh, oh really? What? Uh-huh. Uh, what sect? Oh, Christian. Christianity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. And so, wow.
0: Yeah, Planet Waves is a Christian album. It's a fucking ode to God. Interesting. And, and Jesus too.
1: Wow. Yeah. He's probably like. Hanging out with Prince or something. like that, <laughs> Yeah, right. right. Prince, jeez, oh, that's crazy. Bob like,
0: Dylan. If you want to be yourself, then you need to honor the Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would have, I would have liked to have seen that. Not, I'm not a great fan of uh, Bob Dylan, although I appreciate uh, what he's done. And it's interesting the era that he became popular in. Mm-hmm. You know that when the folk uh, resurgence back in the day, folk like, resurgence into into rock and roll. Yeah, the. Uh, Kind of the, uh, what spurned the hippie era, mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. The style of Do you music. like the Beatles? Oh, yeah. yeah. I like the Beatles. I love the Beatles. Yeah. Would you say they're one of your top five favorite bands? Uh, I would say that they're one of my top five... Bands that I know all the words to. Uh-huh. <laughs> no shit, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like you can't help but sing along to almost every song. Dude, whenever I'm at a
0: karaoke, like uh, the kind of karaoke places that where it's like the little private room, there's like 20 people and they're just, or, we're just, you know, it's all 20 people who know. it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. the private room karaoke. Yeah. yeah when cor- whenever, you talk
1: about that Korean karaoke, you about that Korean karaoke. I know you talk about Korean karaoke.
0: Oh, I know, I know about that Korean karaoke. <laughs> but people are always like, "I don't know what song to pick." I'm like, Beatles. And they're always like, "Oh yeah, good idea," and I'm like, "The best idea. There's you, you'll be fine. Put it on. Yeah. You'll
1: remember everything. You, yeah, you'll be able to just <laughs> roll, just roll right into it. Don't <laughs> pick don't pick those don't pick the Korean uh, section of that because no, no. you won't be. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's like. Ching pingzu, ping zing berangji. Is that real Korean? It is. Are <laughs> you just spouting some racist that, shit? That was Michelle that. Mybel. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle my bell. My sharia more <laughs> song shy wing amo <laughs> That's totally how they sound it's funny. Those have the craziest music videos, right? Dude,
0: have you ever gone to those Korean they have the yeah, you're talking about like the, the videos they play while you're singing? Yes. Oh, it's
1: just like Who's making when... those? Give me that job. That's yeah, awesome. right.
0: Right? Why don't they update that shit? <gasps> or Ron, that's maybe a, they haven't but Ron that's a fucking money making idea just karaoke music video
1: makers yes because I, I've, I've just looked at you and I saw real dollar signs in your eyes <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think I've seen it that clearly oh my gosh <laughs> I just looked over to your eyes and they just were like <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like stacking dollars over here dude that is actually like yeah, why isn't that shit changed? And, like, is it, it just one DVD-ROM? It's like a CD-ROM. I think they put in some ancient computer and play this old shit. Yeah.
1: And it's it, like waves crashing. They're pu- always on the beach. Sometimes they're, they're camping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes they're camping.
0: Are there, and then you'll see, like, weird, like, wildlife, like, we, but just bad nature videos sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, all,
1: like, oh, is, that, is that a... Elephant mounting a rhinoceros? Yeah. I don't think they meant to put that in there. That. <laughs> yeah, that was a
0: mistake. But
1: they're playing with dogs. Sometimes they're playing with dogs. Right,
0: right. And it, and in and, and every song, it comes on different, right?
1: hmm Yeah. And it's almost never has anything to do with the song. Absolutely they're just I think they just assumed, like, well, every song's about love, right? Yeah. So it's like corn or something. Boom waka be Some guy running on the beach. What? Corn reference? Dude. Am I an old cello right now? Dude, you're dude. What if corn plays old cello
0: in twenty twenty?
1: <laughs> I'm so there. Oh Is that corn? I don't know.
0: Are you ready? Remember that shit?
1: No. That was their I think it's the first song off their first album. Oh really? I mean, I listen, I, th- I listen to some corn, but not deeply. You know, I, li- I, I did
0: like Tool. Remember the I was, Tool? I think any, any sort of like smart, um, musically inclined person does like Tool. Oh, They're awesome. com- I mean, it's super complicated. Yeah. I mean, his voice is really interesting and powerful. They get you know, mathy. You know, they get mathy. Yeah. So, and, if, so if you're attracted to intelligence, it's hard not to like Tool.
1: It's still butt rock, though. Let's be honest. Oh, dude,
0: it's butt rock, <laughs> dude. You can be and and you listen, Maynard Keenan. You can be as uppity and as men's a society as you want. Half of your fan base is butt rock tards.
1: <laughs> yes, and you're playing butt rock.
0: <laughs> and you're playing butt rock.
1: No I've, ifs, ands, or buts. I've seen
0: it. Tool twice. Once in London, which was the best because like fucking Eng- like l- 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 European audiences are just so. Internal, they're so um, introverted, whereas like American audiences are so extroverted. Yeah. So I saw them in in London. That was great. It was an amazing show. It's like one of the best concerts I've ever been to. And then I saw them in San Antonio, Texas, at the Singular Wireless Theater, Whoa. and dude, it was just like when cell phones first started. Like everyone just would raise their cell phone and start shooting, and yeah. it was really. Speaking of cell phones.
1: Nothing, guys. You want to Nothing. take it? Do you want to take that? Uh, Is it the it's, lady? It's Jacqueline. Take it. Jackie? Hey, Ron. Hey, how's it going? Um, you're live on uh, the Wolf Ticks podcast right now. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was so early. Uh, how you doing, uh, caller? What's your question? Yeah, what's your question? <laughs> The uh, Norm's. Oh, you've been to Norms, Patrick? Yeah, a ro- uh, roast
0: beef, dude. The roast beef samo is baller. Uh, yeah. Really? Okay, yeah.
1: cool. I was thinking something like protein focused, you know, like a uh, protein
0: dish. Their their French dip or their roast beef is is pretty baller.
1: That's a that's a winner, and definitely get some coleslaw on the side. Okay, cool. I'll do that. I'll do all the other thing. And you know what? <laughs> You know what, Jackie? Uh be, uh behalf of on behalf of on behalf of the Wolf Ticks podcast, your dinners on us. <laughs> that's congratulations. Right, caller. Congratulations. You're one congratulations. of Free dinner at norms. Do you have a Venmo account?
0: We will reimburse you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was wondering how
1: the like science would work with like, the money. But that's cool, guys. Thanks. You're that's welcome. Really grateful. Well, uh, this caller just happens to be my uh, girlfriend, but uh, I'll I'll call you back later, no, my no, darling. No,
0: she's, no, she's our number one fan. Jackie, you are Wolf Tick's official number one fan, and we honor
1: you. Yes, thank you for listening I every day. That's true. Thank hey, okay, you. Well, you guys have a big pause. I'll okay. talk to you later. Okay, goodbye, my darling. Bye. I love you. <laughs> uh, I mean, wait, sorry. Sorry. That <laughs> okay, excuse me. <laughs> I, I get so used to talking to my girlfriend. <laughs> I love you. Any female voice. I love
0: you, baby. Yo, you ever slipped up and with your mom, and you're, like, talking to your mom, like, okay, baby, well, I love you.
1: And you're, like, wait, that was my mom. <laughs> I, I have never done that, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> um, some of my close girlfriends, I, a lot of times, will accidentally call them Jackie. Yeah. 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 It happens. It's just, like how we object it's a jackie. Just no, it's not like that. So frustrating. So frustrating. What a crazy world. What a crazy world. What were you talking about before the that caller interrupted us? We were were,
0: were talking about tool and we're talking about uh, the cell phone era and it was just really bothering Maynard. But what started this whole tangent that isn't anything to do with MMA was food. And what I did want to say really and I and I brought this up because I want to say this. My girlfriend is a pescatarian technically um, and she does not i don't get to go ham on some food do you like korean barbecue
1: i love korean barbecue
0: oh my god right here on wolf takes podcast what i want to say is i want to go ham on some k-barb oh, and it's the best like if you get the hankering, will you let me know? Because we'll like, I'll clear the deck for that. You're
1: looking at a person that is constantly hankering. Okay. <laughs> I live in a state of hankering. That would be a dope shirt. Constant <laughs> hankering. Constant hankering. For what? Uh, what you offer <laughs> what, what you got? I'm hankering for it. What you got? I'm down, man. That's the best. Oh my gosh. You get that. Uh, Get that all-you-can-eat. You're just pressing that button all the time. Give it to me.
0: And you grill. You're we're grilling it in front of ourselves. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That, you,
1: that that grill. Just give me the pile. Give, give me the give, yeah. give me the biggest <laughs> pile you have. Do you have protein piles? I yeah. want that. Uh, I'll take the whole thing. Yeah. It's very. Um, oh gosh. Now you got me fantasizing. Nah, right? Okay. Cool. I, I wish I, we had one of those recessed barbecue grills in this uh podcasting table right now i, I
0: used to have a uh, a marble um uh sort of like a uh, you put the sternos underneath it and like the, it had like it was like a marble burner that you that that heated up with st- uh, sternos and that marble tabletop like got so hot you could cook meat on it what and I tried to do a Korean barbecue once I like had a date with this girl and Mm -hmm. she was really into Korean barbecue and I went and got all the Korean barbecue and it just it was ultimately a monumental failure
1: really why what went wrong um is there something special about how they cut the meat well I I I had
0: the wrong tool to cook it on I thought like this hot rock table that got hot would do it Mm -hmm. and it did but not
1: well enough oh no um, so, you guys got Giardia or something?
0: <laughs> we got Trigonosis. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, she shit all over my house. <laughs> yeah. Romantic. It was then that I realized, this isn't going to work out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you really know how to make a girl blush. Yeah. Out her butt. <laughs> <laughs> Poop
0: blush. <laughs> oh, Ron. We have, we have really... Run the circle. Anyway, Korean barbecue, you and me, let's make that happen.
1: I'm I'm down. I I love it. And, uh, you know, I, love to, I just love to treat myself every now and then to just plates of meat. It's all protein, right? Yeah. It's all for training.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's all for training. And sometimes when it comes to something that is all for training, you have to ask yourself, like, what's it all about, right? And my question right now for the MMA world is... Why is it okay for regional champs at the featherweight division to go on a TV show where they all beat each other up forever and then get to challenge for the title?
1: What's up with that? Ninja-like segue. You like it's my like, segue? <laughs> that was a ninja-like push, segue. Push, it was push. almost like we were always talking about it. Mm-hmm. It just flowed right through. It's like, yeah, Duh. We're getting good at this. Okay,
0: but tough—the newest season of, of uh, the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, they've taken regional champs from all over the world to ch- ultimately challenge Demetrius Johnson. Yeah. So they're going to have to fight for superiority, and then they have a championship match of that, and then that fighter gets to fight Demetrius Johnson.
1: Yeah. What? That's some real. That's like some circus level stuff, right? The only.
0: Thing that can happen for the UFC, where that is realistically awesome, is if whoever wins somehow takes Demetrius into some deep waters. Yeah, it has we- to
1: be. It has to be a super competitive fight.
0: You know what? And as I just like talked about all the selling points, I realized how much
1: I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really started out poo pooing it, but, but then I turned... <laughs> and now I'm peeing. <laughs> yeah um in my imagination it's just an uh an utter domination i think it's i think it literally looks like a dad slapping his ten year old have you watched any of these tough seasons because i don't i i don't mm-hmm. watch tough
0: yeah i have I've, I've watched all of them i think there's one tonight that I'll probably catch up on
1: so it's it's people that are already champions but when you yes. say uh it's there's no
0: global regional and global so it's all like tournament it's all like you know local um, promotions
1: wow like someone from the Alaska fighting league yes
0: and and, and the, you know to the point where like they are putting on a, an event you know once a month once every two months and they have divisions and there's champions of those divisions
1: wow mhm flyweight mhm wow yeah that's crazy. I, I mean, I'd, I didn't realize there was so that even that division was uh-huh. so popular worldwide. It's a cool show. I mean, it's you certainly. There's a lot of cool
0: characters on it. You're learning like a lot of like different walks of life mm-hmm. from different. Like, there's a dude from Alaska who's like this six foot six, or six two, like skinny as a rail. Oh my god,
1: six, six two? Yeah, are you he's kidding me. He, I
0: mean, maybe that. I mean, he's in that range though, honestly. Whoa. And he's <laughs> this black dude from Alaska. Wow. And you're just like wow. That I mean, America is a big ass place. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't expect that.
1: Interesting.
0: Um, there's a dude from New Mexico that um, trains at Jackson Jack Winkle, and he's like a local local champ out there. Like oh. it's it's cool, man. It's I mean it is cool that you're meeting all these like different divisional regional champs,
1: but you just watch them, and you're just like wow, you're gonna die. You're not seeing you're not seeing the skill level that even comes close. <clears throat>
0: I don't know. I don't think so. No, huh. I don't think so. I really don't. No. I mean, Demetrius John. Like watching him to me is like watching magic. Like yeah, when like I a- when I watch him fight, I feel like I'm watching. I'm like at the magic castle, and the magician has come out and he's blowing my fucking mind.
1: Yeah, he's like a he's like a superhero. He, when he's I there. mean, dude, I thought Cejudo was gonna fucking take it to him, and he fucking killed him. Yeah, it was like a joke, bitch. And he acted, and Demetrius was like. Oh well, yeah. Like, what else did you expect? Yeah, this guy, even to the this point this guy never had anything on me ever.
0: Right. Like I knew it. He's but, he was talking shit about my Muay Thai. What did I do? I need him. I need the shit out of him. I clinched and need the shit out of him. He Even out wrestled him. Out wrestled him. Everything. Yeah. So so I you know I just I don't know how I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> how did that happen?
1: That's a good point. I mean, I hope just for entertainment purposes that there's something cool that happens, but I think that it's just gonna be like a uh, what is that? Just like a little circus sideshow. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, yeah, let's let's throw a dog in there too for yeah. Demetrius to see what see what he's got. Right. Well, because there's th- no one left for him to fight. Right. No one.
0: He's cleaned out the division twice. Well, I mean, I think ultimately what it sets up is this, is they've got to kill some time so that Cody Garbrandt and, and, uh, Domin- and, Dominic. and Dominic Cruz can fight and have that. Ideally, in, in an ideal world, Dominic Cruz keeps his reign over Alpha Male, destroys Alpha Male once again, wow. and then they set up the super fight. DJ Cruz. DJ Cruz. That's the super fight. I That's, would
1: I think that would be awesome and super good for Demetrius Johnson. Mm-hmm. Especially since Dominic Cruz has like his popularity's gone up a lot. He was already always a really a pretty popular fighter, but it's it's but gone he up he's a yeah, lot. he's
0: come back with a real sharp knife yeah. and he is talking mad shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just saw today that um <laughs> dude. I, I I feel bad sometimes for um um uh, dude, I just blanked on his name. Um, uh, TJ Dillashaw. Oh, yes. He's, he's such a badass. I love TJ Dillashaw. Awesome. But he, but, he, but he plays himself sometimes in the, in the shit talk game. Yeah. For example, like TJ Instagrammed some, like, I will bet 100, and he put a stack of $100,000 and this and that and the other that this will happen and, and I will fight um, Dominic Cruz. And Dominic Cruz didn't even respond because I don't think he gives a shit. And then, to, like, as of today, TJ Dillashaw was like, I told you he didn't want to, like, take my bet. And it's like,
1: dude, no, he doesn't care. Like, he's beat you. Yeah. Like, He's done.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's not the sharpest tool in the shed when it comes to banter. He's got... He's got that Tito Ortiz banner. He's yeah, a little yeah, bit. it's a, right? like
0: it's a few days late. Yeah. you know Tito like snaps awake at like midnight and it's like I should have said that. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll tweet it.
1: I'll tweet it. Yeah, he's like I'll still say it. I'll tweet it. Oh, I'll, I'll still say it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter the context. I'll say it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. TJ. Come on, (laughs) TJ. He wants, man, he wants it back so badly. So badly. He's so sad. He got schooled like that. Because I think in his brain, he was like, yep, I finally, uh, I found the, I found the code. Uh I've unlocked the matrix. Right. And I'm indestructible. Yeah. And then old ass Dominic Cruz hobbles out of the hospital. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, boom, boom! Remember me, motherfucker! I'm back! <laughs> Remember all those moves you copied? Yeah, I invented that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he really did.
0: Yeah. I mean, TJ took to, took a page out of his playbook.
1: Yeah, for sure. Oh man. Hmm. I how's how do you think that fight's gonna go? How do you call the uh, Garbrandt-Cruz fight?
0: Well, I just I, I can't bet against Don.
1: I love champions. You
0: know that. So my my thing is stick with the champ. Yeah.
1: I'm a big fan of Dominic Cruz. Me yeah. too. I just I love his sass. So sassy. He's so, he's so sassy. And he's and, so and, he can be so mean. Yeah, too. Oh mean. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. He's a mean little fella. Yeah. he's a mean little fella. <laughs> God damn. Ouch. Ouch. He's just like got
0: all those cutthroat burns. That because and it's because he's very intelligent. He's yeah. like he's like smart beyond the sport. Yeah. And uh oh, that's just
1: that's uh, Dominic Cruz mobile. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, he, he. I mean, he's he, he's he's awesome. Dominic Cruz, love that guy. Yeah, and um,
1: I think mm, I think Cody Garbrandt may be biting off a little more than he can chew. The uh, dude looks like a killer, no doubt. And he's beat up on some like. Weekend. What was his last fight? I can't remember his last fight, but I do remember that um, it was... He looked good out there, mm-hmm. but he didn't look... I'll say this. He has power. He has power. He has power, which I haven't seen much of that from Dominic Cruz, Mm-mm. in fact, no, ever. No, no, no. He's not known for his power. Uh, he's sort of, sort of like the Michael Bisping of mm-hmm. his division. You no, know, as far as power goes. But, Unless you're uh, Luke Rockhold. <laughs> Unless you're Luke Rockhold, exactly. Glass Rockhold. <laughs>
0: Luke Glasshold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy. That's awesome. We gotta get him on the show so we can Oh dude so speak- we can roast him.
0: I don't wanna jump ahead too much, but okay,
1: okay. uh Luke
0: Rockhold and fucking Jakari Souza.
1: Is that, is that fight coming?
0: Yeah. What? Yes. Wh- what? When was that announced? Nov27.
1: Australia,
0: mate. It's coming up soon. It's going to be in Australia, and
1: I'm excited to watch it. I can't imagine that uh, Luke Rockhold's going to win. I can't imagine that either. I yeah. think. Um, I see Jockeray um, taking his ass to the ground. Yeah. And uh, doing some pound. And, and whooping. I think. Uh, doing some pound. I think. Uh, I think it's Jacare by Rear Naked. Whew. That's what I'm saying. But um, I don't know, though. Luke Rockhold's got kicks over Jacare. Even though uh, Jacare's kind of... I, I, I also wanna...
0: think that like getting his ass knocked out by Michael Bisping was a real eye-opener. Do you think that it, <laughs> yeah. ru- that it I think ruined that his like, confidence? Look, man, I, I better work really hard to beat this Jacare or <laughs> otherwise... There's no fighting for me for the belt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love how Luke Glasshold is Australian.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, he's fighting in Australia, so you become Australian. (laughs) That's
1: going to be a problem. Where's Jacare from, Brazil? Brazil. Brazil. Um, His real name is... We have the same name, Ronald. He's a Ronald. Really? Yeah. And uh, did... Did uh, Luke and him ever fight? Because um, they were both in Strike Force. I think they did. Yeah. I think there's like a... But, so I th- but
0: I, they were diff- different animals back then. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, so it's um, Rockhold... Um, Rockhold Jacare too. Is that <laughs> yeah. what it is? He fought Tim Kennedy as well. Oh, in Strike Force. Oh, wow, interesting. Interesting. Yeah
0: interesting dude who you i mean tim kennedy's fighting rashad evans
1: oh yeah we talked about that last time i just i don't
0: i just hurts my feelings (laughs) there's my sensibilities i don't know
1: i feel so worried why i just don't get it i just rashad is gonna die it's it's, (laughs) it's so scary to see him in there
0: dude imagine if like the they're on the undercard right on the main card but they're like one of the first fights on the main card there's somewhere in there yeah but imagine like fucking you know <laughs> calamity happens like he dies I mean that's
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no that would no that would be awful I mean, <laughs> it Tim would Kennedy, be awful yes Tim Kennedy can't kill Rashad though dude he hits hard but he can kill his career he, <laughs> he could
0: kill his career yeah which as in my opinion if
1: he be. loses right it's, it's got to be. Done. It's he's done. He's going to tap out, right? It has We're to gonna be We're going to see that speech. Yeah. I'd like to th- thank everyone. I, th- I thank the UFC. You've my- always been good to me. Yeah. I'm
0: looking for the fighter to retire and leave his gloves in the ring.
1: Remember that move? Oh, yeah. Who did that? Um, Who laid the-
0: <laughs> I almost said Carl Sagan, but no. that's, <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> the wrong guy for sure. Somebody. Um, <laughs> No, but it was Benson Henderson. Yes. Who laid his gloves in the ring before he... Um, signed a contract to the Bellator. Yeah. And I was trying to think if there was, I feel like there was a guy that um, laid his gloves in the ring and then he retired. And then, like, nine months later, he was back. Some, I remember I can, that. I something can't remember happened. which fighter yeah, yeah. it was. But, but I'm looking for the real move. Yeah, someone did a really go yeah. out like a baller. Yeah.
0: You know what would be the most baller move of all times? Like, the three-point at the buzzer would be weidman Bisbing. Bisping somehow beats Weidman and then fucking takes his gloves off and retires as champ against against the the fucking spider killer.
1: He takes his gloves off. Right. And he slaps Dana White with one (laughs) Then drops it on the ground. That That would be some killer shit.
0: Oh, man. I mean, that would make you a legend. That would, we'd obviously all be like, okay, well, Michael Bisbing is the greatest fighter of all time.
1: Like, yeah. Who knew? <laughs> who knew
0: that he would be our favorite
1: fighter someday? But he he seems like a guy that would actually do it. He's such a great showman. He like, is,
0: but he also is a company man.
1: It's true. Yeah, he's not. <sighs> I mean, he's hes not going to slap Dana White, but I can see him having doing something cool. Yeah. Like, for his retirement, like retiring on a good note. Even if he retires on a loss, I feel like he would find some way to, like, make it like, super positive memorable. positive, you know? Yeah. Super memorable. Yeah. But I don't know. He gets pretty pissed when he loses.
0: Dude, some other big fights that have been announced is uh,
1: Pettis-Halloway for 206. Oh, man. Woo. Pettis finally got that win. <laughs> but I feel like he's going to get dusted by Holloway. No doubt. Dude, I can't wait! I am so excited to see. Uh, he can't fight soon enough for me. Pettis or Max Holloway? Holloway? Oh, nice! I'm a huge fan of him. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I just love his. I love his style. I like his. I like his attitude. He's such a. He's kind of just like a friendly, like. And, goofy and since guy. he since he lost
0: to McGregs, he like has been on a tear.
1: Yeah, and he's like, he's still just a, a, pup, in a the, pup in the mixed martial arts world. Yeah, it's like, even if he gets up. Fights for a championship and loses, he's still got a whole career to try it out again. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I think he, I think he beats Pettis. I mean, you think so? Yeah. yeah. Dude, he's got the fucking eye of the tiger right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's got a, <clears throat> it's a good, it's an interesting style matchup for sure. It, for sure. Yeah, Holloway's got uh, He's I would say, you would consider him a boxer, right? As if you were going to go to he's like a specialty. Ground. He's good yeah, on the he's ground. He's great though. on the ground, yeah.
0: But I, I I
1: think he's he's very similar to um, the Diaz brothers and mm-hmm. like his style of fighting like what he uh, prefers, I guess is like yeah. it seems like he, he prefers a stand up game but can rock and he's like he's all about that 1 too. He's, yeah. Just like uh, just like the Nick D- Nick, the Nick Diaz is. But bop 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 but um and uh yeah, and Pettis is a Muay Thai guy. He's show, he's Showtime. Yeah, he's Showtime. He's Taekwondo-based, actually. Taekwondo-based, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be an interesting fight because, I mean, you, can, you can't you can count Anthony Pettis out. No. He's, a, he's a fantastic. But I feel like people I, I just
0: feel like he's still fighting his footing, you know.
1: Yeah. I, and I feel like some people have kind of unlocked the code on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit him in the face as hard as you can.
0: <laughs> Draw a line in the sand very early and he yeah. kind of folds. And there you go. Yeah. Um, that's the code. Yeah. I mean, his style yeah. beforehand, was he was Showtime, right? It's yeah. all about flashiness. And if you hit someone in the face really hard... And eliminate their ability to be like, well, I'm trying to be flashy. Yeah, I was, I was about to do this really cool wheel
1: kick on you, bro. Yeah, Wait, yeah. hold up, hold up, hold up.
0: I will say this too, and listen, I'm i I'm a fight fan, and I don't like talking shit about the fighters because they do something I don't do. But, um, just as a, a, like, you know, I'm, I'm being middle ground here. When you watch Anthony Pettis, he's just not that intelligent. He's not that intelligent of a person. And maybe that's just fucking beyond judgmental for me to say, and and and, and, and I'll apologize. <laughs> that's going because now. I because I bet you like if he and I were having a drink together, like we, we'd we'd hang out because yeah. I, I love everybody. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, well, and you're I'm an you're, ENFP. I, my personality a... type is to to engage anyone, but I do find his way of talking very non-intellectual, um, very base, and also just like. His IQ, I don't think is is that high. His acumen for fighting is probably low. I mean, he's good at flashy moves, but when you take that away from him, the game when you when you starch his game plan,
1: he's not a thinker. Wow, Patrick, you're very fair weather. You're very fair weather with Anthony because I know you as a very big um, Pettis fan.
0: I do like him. I do find him to be sometimes lacking in. in his intelligence is just like, oh, don't say
1: it like that. Speak better. The guy loses twice, and you just you turn your back on him.
0: Well, he lost. I mean, he's won. He's he's got. he's fighting Holloway. We'll see from there.
1: But <laughs> well, I will. I will, I'm so. I'm really excited. What I, if he just comes out? I like out watching Pettis yeah. fight, but I, gosh, I'm I'm titillated for that fight. I, and I I'm just now realizing how big of a Holloway fan I am. Holloway's the shit, dude. It's interesting. I mean, I've I've. I've liked him, but now just t- and just you bringing up this fight, I like some excitement really welled up, and I was like, damn, God, "God damn, God damn!" I think that I really enjoy this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I like this dude.
0: I like this motherfucker. <laughs> I like Hawaiians. They're sort of they're weird, right? They have such a chip. Yeah. Uh, they have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder.
1: Yeah, and they're you know they're they're not to be me- they're not to be fucked with. No, uh-uh. they're they're barbaric. They're savage. Yeah. yeah it's like you mess with one of my people. Mhm. You're going down.
0: It's I mean honestly, I I mean I it'll never happen just given the like way that McGregor has played the system, but Holloway
1: McGregor too.
0: I would fucking kill to see that.
1: Yeah. That'd be amazing. That's I feel like that fight is a uh what's it called? That's a real uh fight fan fight. That's a
0: fight man's fight. Yeah.
1: That's why it'll probably never happen. Exactly. Because it's like most people would be like, Max Max Hulaway? Who? Max? Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is Max Hulaway? (laughs) Or until that guy I knocked out. My McGregor impression. I haven't been working on it, Patrick. (laughs) You (laughs) were supposed to do an hour a day. You were supposed to do an hour a day on your McGregor.
0: Dude, okay. So a lot of fights coming up. Have we mentioned PVZ Watterson and also Ronda Nunez?
1: Oh, we haven't. And uh, those are, well, the Ronda fight is incredibly exciting. I had a dream Ooh. about Ronda Rousey.
0: Tell us your dream,
1: Ron. I mean, it's one of those things. It wasn't particularly exciting. Dreams. Isn't it? Dream. I think, does this irritate you too? Um Oh my god. I just had the weirdest dream. <laughs> when something <laughs> when the sentence starts with that, I'm always like, "Oh god. I'm really in for it right now." <laughs> it's like <laughs> the weirdest dream. It's like you had a dream. They're all they're... weird and it's like everyone has those same like weird <laughs> weird dreams. And you know yeah. what? When you say them out loud, they're not that weird. Yeah. It's like I was in a house and then okay, the door opened, and it was it was like this figure that was like my mom, oh. but it was like also my brother, and I was like, hey, what's going on? And she was like, you know what?
0: Look like, at my penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's a dream. Yeah, it's a dream. <laughs> oh, my God. I just had the weirdest dream. I'm just like, I take a deep breath like this. I just prep myself for okay.
0: <laughs> go into listening mode.
1: Activate listening mode. Cruise control. Other functions. <laughs> Facial structure uh-huh. attentive.
0: Cue up the uh huh. <laughs> uh
1: huh. <laughs> Whoa! 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. That is crazy. <laughs> just on a loop. That, one, that is crazy. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, dude. You're really in for it if you get a if you get a couple people in on it. You know where they're like, <clears throat> you can see them like, they're shrugging their shoulders, just waiting for their turn. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. I have, crazy dreams. Know, <laughs> <you> <laughs> oh no. Oh, God. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, you have to be worse than you've ever had. Like, I, 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 how can I get... Dude, I,
0: I think what we're saying is, like, keep your dreams to yourself. <laughs> keep your damn
1: dreams. do are you about your damn dream. Talk to your therapist about <laughs> your dreams. But anyway, so, Patrick, I had the weirdest dream about Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <Shit.
0: coughs> Yeah. We uh, yes, okay, yes.
1: I almost spit our sponsor LaCroix <laughs> all over Ron's face. No, but she was my she was my training partner. Oh and, sick. Yeah. And so we would we're training jujitsu together and uh there was a little bit oh, of that's like my a, fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Your dream is my fantasy. <laughs> I mean, I just, this is probably just like what people think about all the time. Yeah, and we were like we were friends. We were like real homies, but I started to uh Develop a little bit of a, an attraction to her. Un or an an attraction. Okay, yes, yes, okay. Yeah, an attraction to her, and uh, then this like fear kind of came into me because I was like, oh gosh, like uh, Ronda Rousey. I love Ronda Rousey, and I feel like she kind of likes me too. But then, what about Jackie? Like, and I started to feel like really guilty and stuff about it. And then that's when I was like, "Oh fuck, it's just a dream." Did you? And it woke me up out of the dream. Oh man, you gotta stay in it, dude. You <laughs> got a lucid dream. It, do you ever feel guilty? Guilty in your dreams? It happens to me all the time. But I've learned like how a lucid dream. Oh, I've, yeah, I've done that before. But I so, guess it always takes me out, and I
0: leave. Yeah. In fact, just the other night, I was having. A dream where I was in some... Was it the craziest the crazy, dream? No. <laughs> but I was, in a, I was in a hotel room with three, Lat, like, the hottest Latino women you could ever imagine. Yeah. And we were, like, talking about cultural differences and just uh-huh. being, you know, know, it was a wonderful conversation. That led to, all of a sudden, everyone wanting to fuck each other. Yeah, and we as, st- as it does. Dude, and we started <laughs> we started going at it. And then, like, halfway through it, I remember, like, breaking and being like, I can't do this. I have a girlfriend. Carly will kill me. And then I just was like, oh yeah, wait, this isn't real. This is a dream. And dude, I went ham on those girls. (laughs) Ham, full ham. Like, I'm sure that dream in the dream world lasted all night. Wow. Yeah. You got to learn to like, like remind yourself you're dreaming.
1: Yeah. I think that it, when that feeling happens and it tells me I'm dreaming, it, it takes me completely out of the dream. Mm-hmm. I just need to go to the next level and be like, "But that's cool, because right. it's just a dream." But is that cool? That's how committed I am. I don't know how committed you are, because that's how committed I am. Is that I won't even dream about another girl, dude? I ain't even <laughs> cheating in <laughs> my dreams, yo, yo baby. baby, I don't even dream about other girls. <laughs> no, like when a girl when a girl come at me in a dream, I shut that shit down. I shut it down. <laughs> I'm at, yo, I make her grow a dick, cause I know I don't, Look, I don't do that, <laughs> baby. Um, that's very sweet of you, Ron. You're no, a good man. No. But I, I am excited. I'm excited to see the Ronda fight. Uh, oh. And I think that brain, that brain, that dream was uh, just uh, a piece of me living, a piece living inside of me that's really excited for it, because uh, it's been so long. And I'm so curious. What's I have <clears throat> I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, Nunez uh, will destroy her. Really? I think so. There's a sneaking suspicion I have. Mm. But it would be cool Not to... Not me. You got the confidence.
0: Dude, she had a bad night. And she had a bad night where she got carved up and all of a sudden everyone fucking told you so. Right. I have always loved Ronda Rousey. I -hmm. will always love Ronda Rousey. She is the most important athlete in all of UFC history, and I'll make that case if you want. She's the shit. She has changed the dynamics of women in sports, and I think she's going to come out there and rip Nunez a new ass. I think it'll be
1: over in two minutes. I'd love to see it. Wouldn't it be crazy? It would be awesome. I I just remember the... I had it too. The stoic... Confidence that everyone had when it was Rousey home. Yeah, the stoic confidence. Everyone was like, "Well, this This is funny." Well, uh, boy, I can't believe I paid sixty dollars to watch this twenty-second fight. (laughs) Yeah, that's my thing. That's my beef with UFC. It's like the championship fights are either like boring or quick. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, Holly Holm. Shut it down, dude. It was but, one of
0: the best fights of all times. I mean,
1: it's one of my favorite fights. Yeah, it it, it really is. That,
0: I remember just thinking like, "Well, shit, she's gonna get knocked out if she keeps doing that." Yeah. Holy shit, she keeps doing that. Oh, she's gonna get knocked out. Holy fuck, she just got knocked
1: out. Yeah, but the thing is, you are right though, Patrick. She did come close. She came close to a win. Rhonda? Yeah, uh, when she took down. uh When she took down home, it was the first takedown. And once she took down home, and everyone was kind of like, oh, (laughs) it's over now. Yeah. But uh, she wriggled herself out of that. Yep. And it was a super dangerous spot for Holly Holm. For one or two seconds. You know what? I think that Holly Holm got lucky there. Yeah. She got a little lucky. Yeah. I mean, luck doesn't exist. But, I mean, it just was like... uh, I think Ronda had been peppered a little bit
0: too. Yeah. She'd been kind of like dinged up, and yeah. so she was like, "Oh God!" And then she got in there, and yeah, her normal, yeah, her normal mar- tricks were not working.
1: Yeah, she was panicked a little bit down there.
0: Yeah. But uh,
1: I yeah. think we're okay.
0: I mean, Nunes is no joke. The belt has been in a kerfuffle. I mean, it's changed hands every single time it's been challenged for. Since since Ronda lost it,
1: so you 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 think Ronda can handle that power? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Cause Nunez is a roided-up beast. I mean, you
0: know, my only beef is just like...
1: <laughs> she's great on the ground, too.
0: My only fear... Well, you, don't want to rock, you don't want to fuck with Ron on the ground. The, 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 there's just this, light, this night and day. I think she's a fucking animal down there. Um, I, just, I just hope they're not like, you're a fucking great boxer. Like, let's stick with the boxing. <laughs> I don't think that that's
1: going to happen at all. I hope
0: it's like, let's pin her against the cage, and then <laughs> let's fucking whoop her ass.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that I think that Rhonda comes out and plays it carefully. Mm-hmm. I think she plays it real careful. Mm-hmm. And the, But, you know, what could happen is that... Uh, and uh, I think it's happened before the, that... Uh, Nunez isn't known for endurance, is she?
0: Uh, I don't know. Uh. I don't
1: know. I just feel like i I see it happening like this. Amanda comes out much like Cat Zingano, looking for just to finish it off quick and easy. Right. Like let me just box it up. Yeah. Collect my check and go home. And <clears throat> She gets fucking
0: whooped in 13, 16 seconds. It's gonna be interesting. We
1: gotta. We don't have that long to wait for that, do we? Nope. Are they bringing in the New Year with that fight? Um, oh, man, I didn't put the date on it. Um, no, December something. Or maybe it was July 1st. It was. I think it's a New Year's fight. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it's New Year's, I think. And then Paige Van Sant, uh, Michelle Watterson.
0: Yeah, that's before that, and that's uh, December 1st.
1: 17th. That's like uh, the fight so many people have been wanting to see just because they're very cute. <laughs>
0: Perhaps the cutest girl. <laughs> I saw some video the other day off of a Watterson's like Instagram, uh-huh. about like she irritates her mom, and it is the fucking like most adorable thing ever. She like does the age of mother thing, like Michelle. You gotta you gotta be sexier than her. You go to the press conference. You gotta be <laughs> sexier than her.
1: Trust me, I'm your mom. <laughs>
0: <Is> that, <are laughs> and, you, you... and she like imitates her mother, and it's the most adorable thing I've ever seen.
1: Wow. I uh, who do you have in that fight? I'm gonna go with. <clears throat> oh man, I'm gonna go with what? What do I see here in the, my little crystal ball? I see Watterson. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Watterson by liver. Ooh. Kick. Ooh. I, that's just what came to me in the crystal ball. I saw Watterson, kicking Van Zant right in the liver, mm-hmm. and then uh, taking her down for stoppage. Stoppage to strikes. In my mm-hmm. heart, in my heart, when I look into my heart, I I, I kind of agree that
0: Waterson will probably dominate. But I would love for PVZ to like win, just to
1: continue her yeah, rise to really, hotness. <laughs> dude. she really show, she showed everyone. They were like, oh yeah. Well, I don't know. The Dancing with the Stars people were probably like, oh, of course she's gonna win, right? Yeah. She, I mean, we tuned in to seeing cute, cute Paige. <laughs> Uh, she won with oh, the, uh, and she won with uh, that
0: kick, Harold. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh, she's the best at kicking. I might mm. watch this UFC. It's kind of interesting.
1: Uh, kick for kick, though. Um, Michelle <laughs> Watterson's like, worlds beyond uh, Paige Van Sant. Kick for kick. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So that's
0: uh, everything that's coming up with UFC.
1: Well, that's great. That's all we need to know. That's all we need to talk about. It's true. And that's that's all that they, that's all that there is. That's and all that anyone cares about anymore.
0: I know, and and I've, it's been such a drought, and we've done so well into not just fucking popping the champagne cork of UFC 205 and spraying it all over the fucking room. Yeah, we we, which, we really we which pe- guess we what? Back. Which guess what? Next week, <laughs> we're popping that cork. Oh, believe me. <laughs>
1: We are going to be talking the shit. We're going to go fight for fight and talk about how horny we are for each one of them. We are going to talk about each body part that we are titillated by. I am feeling this fight in my calves. Oh, interesting, Patrick, because I'm getting a little bit of belly button stimulation. <laughs> I can see that because we're naked. <laughs> wow, quit spraying so much oil on me, Patrick Save it for the next one Dude, oil spills <laughs> This is Wolf Tick's podcast uh, I think probably this universe's Most universally loved podcast About mixed martial arts And the world surroundings I know, Earthlings,
0: uh, you probably have your own opinion of this podcast, but it reaches the netherworld as uh, it broadcasts into the nebulous, and we know for a fact that higher-thinking lifeforms like us more. I'm just saying that.
1: Yes, uh, so goodbye to all you thetans and to all you humans. This is Wolf Ticks. I'm Ron the 2nd I'm Patrick Pope, the only. Adios, muchachos. Kaya.
0: Wolf tickets, people. They're selling you all wolf tickets people, you eat eating them right up. Wolf tickets, Ladies and oh. wolf tickets, They're selling you all wolf tickets people, you eating them right up. Wolf tickets.